Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Bruce Burke of Burke Law Firm. He's an attorney for personal injury, small businesses, employment, workers' compensation, amongst other things. Hey, Bruce, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, can you just expand a bit more on that and tell everyone listening, you know, where you are in your business today and the kind of people that you love serving? Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm a I'm an attorney in Florida in the Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg area. And we practice in uh, different areas, helping small business owners with uh, matters. We also do personal injury, workers' comp, and uh, employment. And uh, you know, I uh, basically am at the initial stages of starting a law firm. I've been around for just like eight months, and so just dealing with the same challenges as any other business owner. That's just getting started, uh, you know, dealing with cash flow, overhead, expenses, and uh, trying to make sure that the the business uh, survives, essentially. Nice, because you're in that, that glorious first year, which is is tough for an awful lot of people. It's that transition from, you know, being a job, being employed, to being oh, the business owner in charge of everything. So for you, what what was it? What was the catalyst for you that decided, yeah, I'm I'm ready or I want to start my own firm? Yes. So um, when you're working for other people, and this would be sort of the same, I think, if you're a different discipline, like a doctor, an engineer, a business person is when you're working for someone else, you know, they they have a lot of control over what you do. They can set mm-hmm. your pricing. They can they, they control your advertising rates and all that stuff. And so you, you're missing out. Um, uh, and, and that's fine, you know, when, when you don't have experience, when you don't have the sort of the experience of the name to, to be your own company. But eventually you get to the point where you're not going to make any more money being a, sal- you know, being a salaried employee. You need to sort of step out on your own. And then, um, and then that's what will enable you to Sort of, sort of reach the full, full earning potential, and I, I realized that, you know, I wanted to practice in other areas that uh, decide decide the cases I want to take, decide uh, that kind of thing, and so that's what that's what the catalyst is, kind of, you know, and, and where it's like freedom essentially, the freedom of of being your own your company, uh, but also you know maximizing earning potential. Nice. So it was the control, not just that you'd outgrown, you'd got to the level of experience, but it was you wanted the control of who you work for, what you do, um, the hours. And yeah, that sounds that sounds perfect. That sounds there's the catalyst. That's what people want. 
But then there's the dream that, ah, oh, the dream of starting my own business and what it's going to be. And then the reality comes in. So what was it like for you as, as you first started, as you took the jump, started your business, and then we were chatting offline about uh, wearing every single cap in the business? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of funny, like, like in the very first like days of my business, like the business was essentially like a PO box and a laptop. Um, and so, you know, and it took a while to get all the office set up and the bank accounts and all that stuff. And, mm. and so, yeah, it, it is challenging when you, when you want to start a new company is because you become, you know, usually if you're starting a new company, you have some kind of skill, whether it's like a service or products, and you need to really be focused on on that side and just mm. making the product and service good and and delivering it to customers. But you get all these other challenges like, you know, the accounting and the taxes and the insurance and the, uh, you know, offices and and so, um, so that's the biggest challenge is like wearing all the hats and basically being interrupted every time you want to do actual you know, actually do something for a client and instead of mm. you know. Um, you know, worrying about, uh, you know, what kind of accounting software you're using, which is so, so yeah, you have to wear, you have to wear all hats and then eventually become, you know, established enough so you can start delegating those, delegating those tasks to other people and uh, just focusing on your, your skill. Yeah. So you said you're, you're eight months into this, which is, it's still such <clears throat> early days, which is incredible. Um, when did you start to really try to take people on? Was it from day one? You're like, I need to build my team as soon as possible, or was it like a bedding in period as you try to set things out and put things in place? Right. So I didn't. I didn't hire employees right away. I, I think that's um, obviously there's some companies that that you would have to do that, and and so those would be the companies that are, you know, have substantial financial backing. But you know, I didn't have that, so. Mm -hmm. I, I sort of started with just myself. I was employee number one. And then, um, you know, I, I do have uh, like about two now, uh, two employees plus myself. And so, um, you know, I picked the strategy to sort of, you know, grow progressively. And so and then just take a little bit more overhead, you know, as the business sort of proves itself. And one thing I found out that's kind of interesting that might be interested in your, in your, to your audience is that you don't qualify for certain financing unless your company has existed for a period of time. And so like there were some lenders I approached that wouldn't, you know, they said, well, well, you have to be around for two years to get certain financing. And I was like, okay, well, you know, how do you, where's the money to get to two years? <laughs> so yeah, what uh, comes first, right? Yeah, exactly. So, well, what other challenges did, did they come across? Because I know there's, there's an awful lot of things that we we faced that you know those challenges that we we never saw <clears throat> coming. What else was there that you're like, I didn't know this is going to be a problem. I didn't know this is going to be an area of focus for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple a couple areas that were were tough to me. I mean, obviously, you know, the thing that I really am good at and 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 that I is like just helping people with their problems legally. And then, but here I am, like, for example, I didn't know that when you want to actually hire an employee and become and do payroll, that you have to set up an account uh, 
in Florida is actually an account that with the Department of Revenue and you have to pay taxes every time you pay employees. So you're actually taxed on their payroll and that's totally separate from like income tax or uh, like federal payroll taxes. Mm. And I had, and so I'm like, what is, I don't, know, I don't know anything about doing payroll. And I had to basically learn all that uh, on the fly. And I, I did get some help from a payroll company, but that's, uh, you know, definitely something like I just ran right into. I knew nothing about it. And uh, I think, you know, obviously any new business owner has to confront that is like, you know, once you, want to hire somebody, you need to have 401k and you need to have, you know, health insurance. And it's like, how, how does all that work? And, you know, if you've never run a business before and you've just been on the employee side, you know, you probably wouldn't know any of that. So those are, those are interesting challenges, just trying to get to somewhere and not knowing sort of like what is involved with it. Yeah. So what was your, what was your angle here? Did you seek advice and um, other business owners uh, or groups or mentors, or were you looking at as, as a problem came up, you sold it by yourself and then onto the next, what, what was your strategy? How did you overcome and, and work through these? Um, I, I guess I'm fortunate enough to, to, you know, I had like studied business, uh, like my major undergrad was international business and then I have a law degree, so I so I have the education, the the, the right education to start a company. And so so thankfully, uh, my my undergrad major kind of woke up and helped me deal with all the, you know, yeah. accounting and marketing and all of these things. And and so I do actually. It's not, I wouldn't say I have like a mentor per se, but I do. I'm sort of. Um, I guess I would say I subscribe to all these like. There are some actually attorney um, like like groups on Facebook where where people are making comments and asking questions about like like and they're not even from necessarily other states you know they're like sure. hey what kind of payroll company to use or or how did you deal with this issue with an employer like like even the concept of like well do, like do you offer paid federal holidays paid and. Uh, and so I would, so I'm consulting my peers essentially and asking questions that way, and otherwise just essentially dealing it uh, with things by myself. Nice. And then, have you found that community to be useful in terms of you? You hear questions that's like I never even thought to ask that question, but I needed that answer. Right. Like something like that is great if you, if you can find like some group, and I, I know for like other, you know, there's like networking groups, but like networking is more like for marketing and stuff. Like you really want to be somewhere in a group where people are mm -hmm. trying to do the same thing you're doing and yeah. to learn from those people and ask questions. And, and so I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing all the questions get asked and I'm seeing the other people answer them. Like what kind of, you know, like, like we use um, like CRM or client relationship management software, like a lot of other businesses would use. And so people are asking questions about that. Like, well, how, how did you use, how did you incorporate that into the company? And um, so, so yeah, th those, those are great when you have some kind of peer group. Mm, perfect. Love that. Yeah. Being surrounded along people that have one going through the same challenges as you is great, but also being around those people who have been there, done that, overseen it. So again, the whole principle about being there, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. 
So to learn right. from people <laughs> who have been there and done it is like it's it's perfect. So I'm so pleased that you found the communities that give you those answers and, and the questions that you need at the time. So as you as you've gone through this journey, uh, we've spoken a lot about your your business journey, about what it what you're looking like, the challenges you're facing, but how has this impacted your your personal life? Because a lot of us don't talk about how it impacts all these different areas. Um, because it can be tough and time and energy draining to launch a business. So what was it like for you during that transition? Wow. So so I actually have had a very interesting, I would say eight months, because I actually also had a child uh, during that process. Congratulations. A, Double uh, congratulations, a business and a child. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So I have a four-month-old uh, daughter. Her name is Olivia. That I have two daughters. Uh, one's uh, six and one's four months. And so, so like ha- right about halfway during that, I, you know, I was in the hospital helping with the baby and on the phone and stuff. And so, um, and uh, you know, so I'm also a dad. And so I'm, and and thankfully, you know, um, you know, the mom is, is essentially full full timing the the baby and I try to help where I can, but, um, you know, I, I still drop the kids off from school and stuff and I'm on the phone a lot. And so, so, so it does, that's another thing you're battling, you know, as a, if you're a parent and a business owner is like, you're constantly being pulled like, like one way, like, do I, cause I, I always have to do stuff at night, you know, like, like, you know, preparing for the next day or something comes up and, and, I, and during that time, I'm not reading to my child or I'm not doing so. So, so it is a, it is a battle and that, that has been, uh, I would say a, a struggle and continues to be, will continue to be a struggle for probably the next 20 years or something. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's, the, it's the same principles you spoke earlier about, um, you know, when to delegate, when's the right time, what to do and being pulled and pushed into all these different, uh, what should I do? When can I do it? Um, it sounds like it's a similar kind of feeling at home where it's like there's work to do, but you want to spend time, quality time with your with your family. And um, this pull and push of being an entrepreneur, of a business owner is it's very real, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I'm sure other people have have good, good uh, things. But I try I try to make being the parent the thing that like, uh, you know, takes priority when it can so Mm. you know i will block the calendar off if something like my daughter has you know like an event or something like i just won't miss that that kind of thing um but it does take a lot out of like the evenings and stuff and uh, my daughter gets mad at me because i'm always on the phone and like in video calls in the car and stuff so (laughs) and this is again it's the we laugh at this um and it's, it's very real but it's you said you wanted to control you wanted to control your life but right now you're in the, the sort of messy middle you're in this this transition period of you've taken back control but now you're sort of losing it in different areas and trying to juggle all this these waves of emotions and thoughts and responsibilities it's it's fun and it's terrifying is that a good way of putting it yeah yeah for example and it's like it's like what about you know my physical health, you know, like I haven't had a lot, a lot of time to exercise in the past uh, eight months. Mm. And so that's, you know, not probably not as good as it should be. 
Um, and I, so I, I don't have as much time to like do hobbies or anything like that. So, so yeah, it's, it's always, uh, like time, time management is, is tough. Mm. Definitely tough. Cause it's easy. It's easy as a new business owner. Like you start to get solicited by people and you start to go down a rabbit holes and it's easy to get distracted with yeah. getting away from like your core sort of what's the value that you can give the, the consumer. So let's let's talk about that. Let's go down that rabbit hole. So what are the distractions <laughs> that come up for, for you right now that you either find out afterwards, like, oh, damn it, I shouldn't be doing that. Or you can catch yourself in the moment. What are your distractions um, with work to start with? Um, well, a simple one is like I get, um, you know, I get a lot of lead generation companies trying to solicit me and some of them could be good and some of them could be bad and keep and so it's like oh you know this could be something that's interesting could bring in some 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 new work to do mm. um but it's like you know one one thing i think that's underestimated i guess for a new business owner is like you can't start taking leads like that unless you have like the infrastructure set up so you know, like, unless, do, like, do you have actually have a phone system? Like, I didn't even have a phone system set up. So I'd like buy the phones, yeah. set up the phone system, uh, had to have somebody to answer the phones. And then like, what do they do with the information? They have to have case management set up. So it's like it, 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 the whole, every time you add something in, there's like the whole infrastructure that's behind it. And uh, so, so I get distracted with that a lot. And um, I guess another one would be, you know, maybe I try to do more than I'm ready for in terms of like the, the clients I would accept. Like I try to be, I would say like a, as, gen, as generalist as I can be, like there's some areas I won't do, like, for example, like bankruptcy or patent law. I just, I won't touch those things. Uh, but um so I just think, well, oh, you know, the case comes through the door and it's not something I've handled before. It's like, I can handle this, you know, I, I can learn. Um, so I get distracted with, as, as opposed to, you know, you know, trying to refer the person to uh, another, another attorney, I may, I may, you know, consider the prospect of doing it myself, even yeah. if it's sort of like a new area for me. And so that's also a distraction as opposed to being, very strict in saying yeah. they kind of be like the same thing as like uh yeah like like selling an, a new product that's not not your core understanding or a new area a new service that's and it's easily, not <laughs> that's so easily done in any industry with everyone we speak with especially with when you start your business it's so easy to try and take every single client rather than you know find yes. your air of expertise get your name in a certain industry or uh, a niche or whatever it might be uh, it's the pull is is so very real what is it for you that makes you actually take these people on or even consider it is it is it the financial is it the security is what what is that well it's it's really um you know because we do work for both uh institutions and people and uh, or i would say plaintiffs and defendants and so when people come in especially when individuals come in 
and they are sort of, uh, you know, they really need help. Like they've had something really bad happen to them, whether it be like an accident or a criminal matter. Or, mm. And it, it, it's really hard to send those people away, you know, it, 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 like someone who actually needs help. Like one of the most rewarding things is when, is when we actually help someone's life. Like with some clients I've had, I've actually gotten them a surgery that's, that's like, I wouldn't say cured them, but like made them a lot better and they were actually able to live a better life. And so that's super rewarding and way more rewarding than uh, the, the money. And so when, when people come in and they really need help and it, it's really hard to send. So it's, it's like a two, two, two reasons. It's like, it's like, we want to grow as a company and, and handle things that are outside of our wheelhouse and stuff. And it's also hard to send away somebody who, who maybe not even doesn't have the money to pay for an attorney. Mm. Um, and so, so that's, that's tough is because, you know, when, when you need this kind of service, you, you really need it. Uh, and, and sometimes if you don't have, you know, obviously enough money, then, and actually there's a, there's a really crazy statistic that I've read several times, which is that in 80% of all civil and criminal cases in the U S there's at least one party that doesn't have an attorney. And that's like blows the mind because if, if, if the whole premise of this, of our society is just, or, you know, rule, the rule of law and, mm. and but, but 80% of, or whatever percent of the people are in, in the system don't even understand the system. They don't understand the laws and, and the procedure and all that stuff. So how, you know, so that, and that really goes to like the fairness of the, of the system. And so, so when, when people need an attorney, they should, they should get one. Uh, but I would say, unfortunately, a lot of people can't afford one. And so, so that's, I do think about that when I, when I'm, when people are coming to the office. That must be tough. I mean, in all industries, when lots of different companies that we speak to, but especially with, as you said, when they need your assistance, oh my gosh, they they really need it. So it must be, how tough is it for you to be able to let those people go, knowing that what you could do, but also you've got a business to run. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a conflict, and so there are situations, obviously, where you know we do take cases on on a contingency basis, and we can sort of get paid later from the results of the lawsuit. There's some yeah. there's some cases where that's not allowed. And uh, we do need to sort of accept payment up front. And, uh, um, uh, and the, the, and there are cases where, where the, even the prospect of being paid anything is, is very low. Um, uh, but I, and so I may, I may, I may take some cases just to, uh, just to, just to help the person. Cause I just, I just, you know, I just can't send them away. So it, it is a conflict and, um, but at the same time, like a lot of those, a lot of people, you know, there's, there's no other, it's kind of like going to a doctor with no health insurance. It's like, you know, you, um, and that, that's a whole nother can of worms of the, 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 the healthcare system and yeah. how, uh, people, you know, get, get serious diseases and they can't afford the treatment. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's tough. Cause obviously I have, uh, you know, um, to, to, uh, 
children to feed. So I, I can't just uh, be doing pro bono services uh, uh, all day, every day. <laughs> as much as you'd love to. Yeah, exactly. You have, you have your own priorities. And you have your but own I, have, I have thought about, uh, I'm, I'm sort of working on the concept of like having a nonprofit organization that could, you know, like raise money. And then if I want to take a case, you know, for someone that basically there is no money that's coming from them, I could sort yeah. of pull money from the nonprofit and people can apply to, you know, get sort of funding from that. And there are, there are thankfully some other companies like we use a service called law law pay. And so you can actually borrow money to to pay uh, our firm and other firms that use it too. So there are there are some like financing options available too that help. Nice, Bruce. This is fast, fascinating, and I loved talking about your journey and all the all the emotional and, and, and things and situations that you're going through. What's just to finish up? What's your goal for the year where is your focus going for 2023 uh for 2023 um obviously the <laughs> existing to one year would be uh, is like the first goal just continue continued existence <laughs> um uh, uh because obviously i think i think that the statistic is always that you know most businesses don't serve like Temp only 10% of businesses survive one year. Mm. Um, so, um, and then um, we'd uh, I like to hire another employee. Uh, I, we have certain revenue goals. And, um, and at some point, we're going to have to get a, a bigger office. Um, and uh, so, so, so those are the goals for, for 2023. And um, hopefully uh, I could do, you know, like I said, I can stop wearing every hat and being the accounting department and the HR department. I can, I can, that's why they say that, you know, that, I think that's a huge example as to why they say that small businesses are such good job creators, right? Because like, I, I need to create a couple jobs because I don't yeah. want to do these other things I need to, I need to hire people to do them. Yeah. Just cause you can do it just cause you have that knowledge. And it sounds like your background has just helped you. You, you, you can, you've got enough knowledge to be dangerous in every single area, but just cause you can do it doesn't always mean you should. Exactly. Nice. Bruce, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and hearing your, your story. And yeah. When's the one year anniversary? Uh, May, I think it's May 27th. Is, nice. the, is the date of the founding of the company. So it's just, you know, what, five, four months from now? So Yeah, super <laughs> sweet. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. If people want to find out more about you and your law firm, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, you can check out our, our website. It's uh, burkfirm.com or burkfirm.com or... Uh, you can contact us on our phone number, which is 813-591-0070. Super stuff. Well, if anyone's interested, please check that out. And Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you for having me. Welcome. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.